Good morning and welcome back everyone. It is Wednesday, January 6th and I'm your host Seth Kirkpatrick. Today we'll be taking a look at why Wall Street will no longer be delisting three Chinese telecom companies as well as an update to Georgia's runoff Senate elections from last night. All that and more on today's episode of the 5-Minute Drill brought to you by Up5 Media. And to get started this morning, we have a developing story as the Georgia Senate runoff elections were held yesterday. Late last night, the votes were at more than 80% reporting, according to the Associated Press, with both Republicans David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler leading by roughly 1% each. Most counties were on track to finish their ballot counts that night and early this morning, but some like Gwinnett County said yesterday that they expected to be counting until Thursday. As in the presidential election, the Democrats made up the majority of the mail-in ballots, giving them an edge when votes were first being counted. On the other hand, the Republicans made up the majority of the in-person voting yesterday, and in some counties had slightly higher turnout when compared to November 3rd. President-elect Joe Biden and President Trump both, of course, kept a close eye on the results, and both were optimistic for their own party. Some interesting insight is that Biden's advisors said that one positive note from all of this, even if the Democratic candidates lose, is that both Ossoff and Warnock ran as strong allies to Biden with no internal conflict. As for our second story this morning, the popular department store Macy's informed employees at 45 different locations that their stores would be closing down by the middle of this year. This follows the company's plan, which was announced in early 2020, to close 125 of their stores down. The company told CNBC that their end goal is to right-size their number of stores and focus on those that are in A and B graded malls. Now, the way malls are given these grades is based primarily on how many sales they make per square foot. So, for example, an A mall can make more than $500 per square foot, while a C-graded mall often makes less than $300. And for our third story this morning, the Swedish vegan food company Oatly has reportedly been in talks to list their company on Wall Street sometime in the first half of this year. Unnamed sources that are familiar with the matter also said the company is considering being listed in Hong Kong. After acquiring capital from investors last June, from the likes of Oprah Whitney, Jay-Z, and the Blackstone Group, the company was valued at $2 billion. Now, if Oldley decides to pursue an IPO, Bloomberg News said they could be valued at up to $5 billion. And for our next story today, the New York Stock Exchange announced last night that they would no longer be delisting three Chinese telecom companies, China Mobile, China Telecom, and China Unicom. The NYSE announced just last week that they were going to remove these companies in compliance with President Trump's executive order, which bars Americans from investing in firms controlled or owned by the Chinese military. Wall Street said that they reversed their decision after consulting, quote, relevant regulatory authorities. Wall Street did clarify, however, that they would still look into how the executive order, which begins Monday, applies to these companies and how they are traded on the market. And for our fifth and final story today, IBM announced it's appointing Gary Cohn, a former economic advisor for President Trump and former president of Goldman Sachs, as their vice president chairman and a member of their executive leadership team. IBM said that Mr. Cohn would be focusing on areas such as developing the business, client services and relationship management, as well as public advocacy. The CEO of IBM last year, Arvind Krishna, said that Mr. Cohn had the skills necessary to help the company shift more focus onto AI and cloud services. 
His skills will definitely be needed, as IBM has started working on a massive overhaul of the company, dividing it into two parts, with one focusing on growing its cloud services. Now, one of the reasons the company is focusing more on cloud networks is because its competitors, like Microsoft and Amazon, have continued to surge in growth from investing more and more into the cloud, while IBM has declined in revenue in 30 of their quarters over the past decade. Anyways, folks, that wraps up today's episode. As always, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and we look forward to catching you bright and early Thursday morning as we continue to redefine how you experience news. 